And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. And Andy, you and I are old enough uh, and scarred enough to remember when the Richmond Football Club uh, would make a terrible hash of uh, its big milestone games, but um, thankfully that's no more. No, indeed. Um, I I think... At the end of our last week's podcast, I made a comment that Rational Brain says that uh, Mastermind games probably don't matter, but Fan Brain thinks they do. And mm. uh, Rational Brain has to take the L this week because <laughs> yep. if, if you looked how the players reacted, I mean, the crowd was red hot in the second half. It was really a game of two halves, you know. One half mm. was a sort of high school interesting football, and then the second half was a 1950s rugby league game. But it was the way they reacted when Vossi kicked the goal, when Toronto kicked mm. the goal, and the crowd, and you know, the way Dusty celebrated with Bolton after he kicked the sort of. The, oh, I had that it, in my notes. The the Dusty Dusty fist pump to the crowds normally something you say for the biggest of occasions. Indeed, and in fact, it's against one of Dimmer's team rules, um, which presumably because everything else is pretty much the same that uh, uh, Dimmer has it, still, it still applies. Yeah, <laughs> but Look, yeah, that. That game was electric, and the players, but it, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, it certainly didn't feel like this at the time, but just watching the replay, we were never going to lose that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could have. But, I mean, we, we could have, but, you know, the, the, they were they were ready to, they would have done everything they could have to win that game. I'm so glad we've got the bye this week, because that game was such an emotional game for the team. Well, I know, the and... and we feel so good to carry that into the mind. Well, Nick, I think that's hands down the best win since 2020. I, I, I looked into it a little bit, um, hmm. and uh, it, there's not like my favourite probably win since post 2020 is the Brisbane game where we came from behind at the MCG last year, and so when yep. we started winning after a, a long loss. But for what that game meant to the club and to the respect of our three premiership captain. Legacy and kept us relevant in the season. I just and it was close and it was a big crowd and the crowd was so hot and we got shafted by the umpires again. Like it was just so Richmondy. It was it was a abs- like I, <laughs> for I, better I, or worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm not making this up. I had tears in my eyes watching the replay of how the kit players reacted and what it meant and the crowd and how angry it was um, about the free kicks and how 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 hungry the role was. It was just it was a just an amazing game. Yeah, the. Oh, yeah, it, everything about it. I thought I thought they did the the lead up to the to the game really well. I mean, you could tell, um, you know, Dustin Dustin Martin uh, doesn't do uh, a ton of um, club, club media to say to say the very least. Um, and to see him in a professional uh, video during the week, you know that. Yeah, and then he did it? he did the after match interview and was vaguely effusive. Um, yeah. <laughs> by by his standards, that was you know a ten minute soliloquy. Well, so, and yeah. and just and him him just wanting to show how much Trent means to him that he said he was going to carry him off uh, the ground um, that uh, he stood next to him uh, for the song. I think it was. 
Yeah, it was a really special occasion. And if those that shot was half a centimeter, you know, twenty centimeters longer, and that ball didn't hit the post, he would have won the game almost single-handed. Well, you know, being the best player. Oh in the ground. no! Yeah, he was. He he he's had a such an an almost season with his with his goal kicking. Um, yeah, he, he could have easily had three goals. Um, it was. I mean, he still played fantastically well. It was his his most disposals he's had in a game since 2019. Um, yeah, and just just kept relentlessly working working hard in in uh, midfield. Um, did you notice uh, Dusty's first goal was which t- touched on the line by a St Kilda defender who had the benefit of a giant handful of Nanks jumper? Yeah. Uh, all right. Are we just going to get it out of the way of the outrage of the? Uh, <sighs> Well, Look, what, it, what, what I like about it is how aware the crowd is of it. And well, and the, the players were really probably frustrated. I think it, it's the it's the Frio game and the Saints game back-to-back. Like they're, they're being oh, that, that's definitely it. And that, that, that really, because everyone was watching at home and was aware of the count, because maybe at the ground, people don't always see it. But, you know, because the graphics came out, you know, everyone was was sort of pre-programmed to be ready for it. And then when it happened again, yeah, the, like, like if there's another, if, if we get shafted in Brisbane, um, when they come home, come home, it's going to be so hot. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, like it's, I don't know, like we live in a fan bubble, but I, I've never seen such annoyance and outrage from Richmond supporters. Um, and we've been oh look! It, these things, these things, these things come in waves. But it's a, it, it's just a particularly bad run. And and you know, Razor, uh, Razor had some particularly patronising explanations. And look, one of his one of his most glaring mistakes, he was just on the wrong side of the contest. So you couldn't blame him for that. But oh, there was one where he was explaining that the St Kilda player had made an effort, but he'd still disposed of the ball incorrectly. Yeah. The timing was beautiful multiple times, like that Grimes free kick was given for holding the ball in the fourth when it hadn't been given sort of two minutes before to Judson. And there was another time, I think, where Vlossi got um, sort of, you know, it was one of those ones that could be called or not about where he sort of, he... Mm. I think they called it. He dived into the player, but then same thing happened down the other end, and they got inevitably got the free kick. Like oh, the Baker got tripped in the first quarter and didn't get paid, and then a Saints player um, has the exact same thing paid in the, the third quarter. It was just yeah, the Baker one I watched. I like I I was okay with that, but yeah, it was anyway. Look, I. There's plenty of Richmond media you can go to be outraged about. Just um, I, I'm, it's seconded from me. I, I was outraged during the game, um, uh, and the poor people who are watching it near me had to deal with me just like in a <laughs> furious funk of rage, angrily, t- angrily tweeting about it. But yeah, I don't think uh, agreed with everyone else who's outraged on it in the, the Richmond yeah. internet. And all the explanations for it are crap because we don't get the free kicks that other teams get. Um, like even if you, okay, we, we were pretty like Nank gave away <laughs> that head, that head high he gave out away early to give away goal was hilariously agricultural. But yeah. you, you know, even if you allow for kicks, even allow for contested possessions, like there's no all the explanations are crap. Like there's no there's no statistical valid statistical explanation you can really come up with it other than if you use no. 
look on the on the season were merely um very bad at getting free kicks paid rather than the last two weeks where we've been clearly the worst in the competition by a by a country mile so yeah it's a particularly bad run Oh, sorry, I was muted. Uh, Mini's uh, minus 38 or around there for um, <laughs> free kick differential since he started coaching. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll tell, turn that pretty hair <laughs> grey. So, Nick, um, I, I don't know where to start. There's so much to talk about. But um, yeah. I, I was thinking about there was a couple of things about the way we used the sub and things like that. I like just have to accept that they don't think about the same way we do. But I remember before the game, It's I've mentioned it before on the podcast, and I don't like it. It's when we play Miller, Samson, and Nank, and it sort of happened again. I, th- because I thought what, it worked pretty well in the first half. Well, uh, when it, certainly when it was dry. Well, Samson didn't get a single hit out. Like, we didn't we didn't play him, and I... I, I, I no, but I, I liked... I really, the last couple of weeks, um, other teams are having to spoil him. Like, it's not just him preventing an intercept mark, it's them having to stop him uh, taking a mark, if you if you know the difference. He's he's growing into the role. Yeah, I, I still I like him having ruck reps. I think it gets him into the game, gets him some confidence. He, you can it's it's a hard role to play um, that that uh, full time forward when you're his size and I think he's rucking such a advantage. That said, this week, Nick, um, uh, if just let me finish the thought for a second. Ben Miller had had one of his most effective games. You know, taking the he's a skillful guy, and that snap around the mm. corner. Wow! And like the yeah, ball, that was, that was very impressive. And like he still still don't really trust him in a contested marking situation, but he was quick enough and read the ball well enough to get on on the lead a few times, which it's great. So if we get that every week, you know, huzzah! Oh, I was impressed by his ruck work. As well, and look, the Saints don't don't play a, a proper backup, yeah, uh, uh, rock. But no, it was. I mean, the, uh, the we mentioned before the show that you know Rowan Rowan Marshall and um, uh, Nank is is normally a pretty even matchup, and um, normally normally so. But we've ended up winning the the hitouts. Um, by by twenty, um, which which I checked, and that that literally there's no precedent for for Nank um, beating up on uh, Marshall uh, quite to that extent. Yeah, they're actually next to each other in the AFL rankings, um, mm. and in some ways they're the same player. Marshall's slightly better mark, Nank's better with the pressure, but um, you know he beat him in the hitouts to advantage, and, and with the raw violence as well. I mean, Marshall oh Marshall's vi- Marshall's a physical presence, but yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that's in my notes. The when uh, Nank uh, attempted to see, uh, separate uh, Steele's body from his soul, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> magnificent hit. But yeah, the um, he definitely you know we often joke that uh, Nank was really good, but his other opponent was arguably their best player. Um, yeah, today was today. Even though he had less possessions, the the game went to Nank. Mm. Yeah, 40, 47 hitouts in in and so many contests. Like he, he was just just tireless. Yeah, a couple um, of big ones too. I was like, I'm really noticed. 
I know he thinks he's good on high reps, but he often wins a really big hit out um, often when he's just come off the bench. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was a great game from him. And um, aside from that aforementioned free kick, uh, uh, Marshall's good work. You know, <laughs> I think they're sixth and seventh in the AFL ratings amongst Ruckman. Um, TT, I think we let's stay in the midfield. Um, his, his output just become, just remains... Uh, the, the sort of the basic stacks. It's almost like dump kick is his preferred kick. It's like he wants to do it. Like mm. his, uh, um, you know, round the corner snap was, of course, deadly accurate. If he drop punted it, who knew? I thought, well, look, I thought you'd approve of uh, his, his his complete absence with... of a left foot. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, that's how Dusty would have kicked it from the same position. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was great. Like he's just he's wonderfully productive. Yeah. Oh, look, his his form's incredible. He's um, up to third in uh, coaches' votes. Um, you know, and uh, there's been a, a lot of uh, clickbait uh, about Tim Taranto uh, this year. Um, guess how many? Guess how many players have more coaches' votes for him over the last five weeks? Oh, well, last five weeks, I guess probably none. Yep, none. Um, yeah, over uh, thirty-five disposals a game. More than a goal a game. He's just um, he's tackling like a maniac. Oh, he's yeah. He's afforded us worth. He's climbed into the top thirty amongst AFL midfielders <laughs> for the AFL ratings. But you know, here's what he is. It's complimentary. Um, okay. Fifteen tackles. Yeah, no, and his pressure acts are like we mentioned it before. They just remain supreme. He was good. Had a lot of clearances this week, um, and yeah, he just. Like on all the sort of basic to medium level statistics, he just remains like, yeah, uh, mm. um, all Australian. If only could kick a bit better. Um, but let's go to the. I think we've gone long enough without paying tribute to Father Time. Uh, <laughs> Father know. Time took the L this week. <laughs> yeah, what a great first half he had. The, the, look, the second half, uh, there's still some some key moments where he bobs up, including in the last quarter, but. Um, well, and the the lack of uh, we it felt like we had about half a dozen uh, goals either tipped on the line or or just missed. But yeah, yeah the, the the last the sealer the the aborted sealer. Yeah, but um, his his first goal, like God, what a what a what a sense sense of theatre. And an occasion. <laughs> did did yeah. you hear him speak afterwards that how he wasn't sure he had the leg? Um, <laughs> yeah, and, you and me both. <laughs> and we were joking. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, we were joking offline that you know you would say that vintage Cochin, but uh, the most of it, except take away the two goals, it was vintage Cochin. Like there was yeah, a clear. He's, he's never been a fifty minute. <laughs> 50 meter line. But he actually said, he said in between his des- desperately earnest and sincere comments in the press conference, um, he did say that even his kids get stuck into him uh, about <laughs> not kicking enough goals, which reminds me a bit when uh, my son uh, w- uh, watched me pl- play my last game, he told me I needed to get the football more. So uh, <laughs> thanks, kids. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying. It's not like Trent doesn't want to kick more goals. Um, but yeah, the um, superb game actually was best on ground in the AFL ratings and probably other yeah. comments. Uh, um, oh, sorry, he was best Richmond player. Dan Butler was best on ground in the AFL ratings. But um, yeah, just uh, amazing game, amazing moment. And last few weeks, Minnie's been playing him in the midfield, in the centre square a lot more. So he was he was the third most centre square rep player on our team. 
Um, yeah, like playing proper Look, midfield moments. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's gonna um, continue with with Hopper back. But yeah, no, it's been it's been great to see seeing uh, I mean, playing so well. Yeah, I mean, clearly his best game of the season, and like, what a game to do it in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think not quite winning as much football. I I was actually surprised that to see uh, Shea only had eighteen disposals because. Well, he had seven. He was at uh, uh, equal highest for for clearances with uh, Prestia, but oh, I thought I thought he was great as well. And you know, he he <laughs> magnificent goal in the last quarter um, amongst amongst three three lovely bits of skill um, for his goals. So, yeah, yeah, he's um, you've said you've said before he's in all Australian form, and yeah, absolutely, I think that's the case. Oh, well, if you go to, um, again, sorry to overquote them, but he's the best midfielder in the game on the AFL ratings, and the AFL ratings are probably best. The, the best mid-forward. Yeah. Mid-forward, what did I say? Uh, mid-field. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's mid-forward, but he's top 10 overall, but it's probably mm. best when capturing the output of an attacking midfielder, so mm. um, I, I think that's that's pretty legit. And so it's if you actually like this is easier to say after you've won a couple in a row. It's a very complementary midfield that they're very mm. they're all very different, um, and they that's what I was thinking about Taranto is that he's very different to all our existing mids, um, and while he's not perfect, um, he's he's certainly he you know he just works so hard and he gives you the the clearance you might have lost because he, mm. he sort of scraps the... Maybe he wasn't the Ruckman's target, but, he you know, he, he roves the other team or gets the secondary sort of little spillage of the ball, whereas Bolton gives you the perfect... goes for the perfect clearance. And, yeah, they're all... You know, he's often probably the one you'd tap to in a... In a um, you, you know, if you start in point 1A, which you can't do all the time because the other team would just adjust it, who would be, would be t- tap it to Bolton running towards goal. Yeah. Oh, and your, your expectation of what happens next are just so high at the moment. All right. Um, now, Nick, our defence... Uh, um, I want to talk a bit about Noah Boulder a bit later, but our defence still remains... You know, we lost the inside 50s game, 61, um, in, in the in the Walter game with uh, Regime. We've also lost the game having considered 70 inside 50s, and we... I think conceded 70 against Port as well, and they didn't kick to which could have well won that game. Um, the defence is, I think, at the moment, um, mm. with the help of the midfield, the the strength of the team and the intercept scoring's back as well. Yeah, going going extremely well. The oh, look, lost. I mean, where do you start? But Vl- I think Flosten's good place. Flossy's Flossy's very good, and and you know, love. Very well taken goal in the in the third quarter. Oh, incredibly important! Like you know, uh, 11, 11 intercepts and and yeah, the whole um like it wasn't until uh, the Saints found a, a counter to um his uh, his loose man play behind the ball. Like he was just yeah, he's uh, top ten in the AFL in both rebound. Fifties and, and intercepts. Um, you know, he's he's going really well. Um, Noel Bolter, uh, ten in, ten intercepts. Um, uh, 
you know, he's a, he's also right up there in uh, rebound fifties, contested marks. Um, I did I did come away from that game thinking, Phew, no, that's Noah Noah Walter in red hot form. Um, yeah, King King was still a problem. Yeah, look, it was actually a question. Um, I was going to say this till the end, but it seems appropriate to bring it up now. Um, friend of the Conrad podcast, Conrad Marshall, um, mentioned that uh, he listed in a typical sort of Weasley way. He didn't rank them, but he listed his top five, um, and it was Toronto, Bolton, Baker, Rowley, and Dusty, which is fine. Um, and then he had an, a second top five, and mm. Bolton was in that. And I thought about it a lot, and I couldn't get Bolter as in our best players. But I think Bolter is the most important player because I think he's in the most swing contests because mm. he, he often gets in front, takes big intercept marks. And yeah, like that King moment where he took that, where King almost beat two of our guys um, to take that mark in, in the first quarter. Um, like I just think Bolter is almost the, like the team, so much of the team defense swings on him. Yeah, look, particularly um, countering a 202-centimetre, you know, fast, increasingly strong um, gun, gun forward like that. Yeah, there's, we, don't, we don't... Even a defence as accomplished as ours doesn't have a ton of options, particularly with Gib Kisnott and my team. But, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think he... I'd love to see the stats on this, but I think he neutralises a lower percentage of his contests on some key backs that mm. either wins or gets beaten. Um, <laughs> Doesn't seem that way. And he's got a real... He's got the real cornerback thing that they talk about in the NFL. It's really important to not let your last loss win you mm. down. Have like a short when, memory. Yeah. yeah he, he, opening batsman. Uh, as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he'll often win a really big contest just after losing something that was devastating. Um, mm. You know, that, that king contest you're talking about like it was really um it really was and king got stuck into him afterwards uh, obviously mm. been to the tom lynch school being a key forward um so i didn't mind him doing it, it would be hypocritical if we did but yeah it was uh, straight away he was back to it the other thing i like sorry to talk about bolter so much is because it was so wet and became territory became important i think we you kicked it he got, we got him to kick out more than we normally do and i thought mm. that was really smart okay Oh yeah, because yeah, he can he can be a se- a seventy meter uh, player. Um, Actually, I think I'm a kick out. He's an eighty meter player because he's got mm-hmm. such because he's got jets too. He gets in the yeah. space and then he thumps it. That's the way. Yeah, and mm-hmm. umpires umpires do not um, pay rent too far. I did like it. when the crowd picked that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Well, look, speaking of giving it a roost, um, Jaden Short is so ridiculously confident with his long shots at goal at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's really... Uh, do you remember when he beat Collingwood a few years ago, bombing from outside mm. 50? And yeah, he's now done it two weeks in a row that um, his score alone was the difference between the two teams. Yeah, no, it was... Look, the... No, that's not true. No, there's only two goals. And no. Like two and a bit, yeah. But close enough. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. Um, and and Dan Rioli was was fantastic as as well. Uh, I was so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really you... want to go through and make his all, all Australian cast. It is really hard to make the all Australian team in that that position. But um... yeah, it yeah, it's tricky. Um, did you notice the the difference in uh, how much uh, respect? Uh, 
our defenders had for Dan Butler versus Jack Higgins. Oh yeah, there's some bad blood there, isn't there? Yeah, so the, but no, the body the body language is complete. You know, there's uh, Butler. Somebody tackles Butler and they get to the their feet and rustle his hair. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, none of that with Higgins. <laughs> Well, yeah, it didn't help that Higgins got um, a soft free kick from yeah. losing his feet, then went and went and started talking to trash to Dylan Grimes, of all people, straight away. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's not cool. No. 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 Not at all. There was, a, there was a bit of... There was a bit of leading with your head uh, by the Saints, I thought. Mm. Who else took your fancy? If look, not... I'm, sorry, go. Oh, look, the... Um, I thought Baker Baker just did so many smart things. Like, I think I think Wentweather. Uh, look, it's almost doing him a disservice to say that Wentweather suits him because he plays well in all all conditions. But he just, you know, all the all the desperate smothers and tap-ons and putting your body on your line uh, that become more important in the in the wet. He just he just does it without thinking. Um, yeah, I think like some players like they get their position allows for a certain level of um, output and performance. Like it really facilitates them, and I don't think I think Butler's different. Is that, that he just no matter where you put him uh, and whatever role provided it's not ruck, um, he'll <laughs> full forward. Obviously, you know what I mean. Um, mm. Any short players work, but he'll just go in and he'll crack in and he'll be really effective. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, no, he's 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 in really good form. Um, uh, as is as is Nathan Broad. Um, he covered a ton of territory. Uh, again, um, both running to for an option for teammates, but also you know covering up um, in defence. Yeah. Making an extra contest, he, he he was really good. I thought. Mm. So Jack Ross could not have started that game worse. No, I've got that in my notes as well. <laughs> <laughs> but he was all right for the rest of it. But it was it was a it was a hard day for us Rosser stands, which um uh, yeah you know I've got a big fat soft spot for him, but um yeah that was <laughs> that yeah luckily I think then did the same. Like there was the miss shot, and then there was obviously mm. the turn the turnover. Luckily, Bad turnover, yeah. yeah. Luckily, Saint did it for him as well, so it, it it turned out even. But yeah, God, I'd be like lucky there, sort of emotionally strong, and um, but God, I would have been a wreck after that ten minutes. Um, what do you think of Tyler Young? He he had a lot of spoils. Um, yeah, fair few intercepts as well. Yeah, fair. yeah, it was definitely better. Uh, uh, like. Yeah, last last week it was a pretty calamitous game. He, yeah, he was definitely better this week. And, and you know, again, the defence was called upon a lot. And, yeah, I, I thought he stood up. He's, how much confidence do you have in his kicking? It's okay. Did he have any clangers this time? I can't remember. Uh, he didn't have any big ones, but, yeah, sometimes the body language... <laughs> The body language doctor has his concerns. Yeah, he does get a bit nervous when he has to mm. think, doesn't he? Because he, he has made a few howls, so you imagine him being nervous. The coaching staff obviously really rate him, though, because 
Yeah, they're know. not. They're not afraid. They're not afraid of living in isolated, one out with a whole variety of opponents. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously not Mac, Max King, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I know this has been pointed out before, but it is almost like we're, we're trying to recreate Young Dylan Grimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. just, I mean, if, if um, we were polite about it last week, but if ever you're going to drop a player, it was after last week, and um, no, they persevered, persevered with them, and it looked all right. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and like the team defense, you know, going back to um, Grumpy Steve Morris's comments about Swansea last week and the um, clearances, the reverse works too. That if the backline's playing really well, that he has to take some of the credit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, little, small, small, the smalls, Nick, um, small forwards. Interesting, okay, Judson only had eight possessions and he broke his streak of always kicking goals. Mm. Um, interesting, there was a moment on the wing where Dusty deliberately kicked the ball in front of him into space mm. um, to allow him to use his space. I think, and it was like Dusty paid the mark of respect of giving him a kick that was designed for his skills. Yeah. Um, so, look, I don't know, I... I, I'm starting to think he might make that outside wing of the MCG his own you know, over the next few years. Oh, I, th- I it's it, it's the getting it's the getting up and back. Like he's he's got the massive tank you need to play that role, play the Cam Lambert role at the, at the MCG. Now he's he's going to play it in quite a different way to what the way Kane did. But you know we've seen we've seen the finishing in front of goal, and yeah the. He, he's, he's got a huge tank. Um, look, speaking of the small, he just needs to get more of it. Yeah, just needs to get more, more. Uh, we need more of more of him physically and um, uh, more more football as well. Um, I thought I thought Morris Rioli Junior had a had a very almost evening. Like his his work rate and his pressure was was higher, but yeah, and he did a few nice things, but there were there were a few fumbles as well. Yeah, it's kind of um, it's. I always feel like he's had more possessions than he does when at the end of the mm. game because they they seem impactful. But yeah, he, and it's sort of the story of his season when he's been playing. He's been there's been a lot of almost. Yep. Um, and I don't know, like his pressure around the balls just wonderful. Um, mm. And yeah, you know, he's probably the best I've seen at sort of getting to a contest, chasing a, someone down. Um, when you think he's completely out of it, but yeah, still so much promise there. But it's mm. it's um, it just just needs to get that into that double figures on the possession. Yeah. Well, and last year he was kicking goals regularly, and unfortunately we we haven't seen much of that uh, this year. Um, we've pretty much talked about everyone. Um, K Mac was good. Jack Graham was good. It was, it was a, you know, Jack. Jack tried hard all night. Right? Yeah, it, it wasn't Jack's night. Like it's the kind of uh, yes. old Jack. Old Jack would have found a way to get a goal or two in a, that kind of wet game because he would have read a mungle pump better than everyone. But um, you know, he's he's had a pretty good few weeks. He probably desperately needs the buy. Mm. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I think we go into the buy in pretty good shape. Um, still. It's an it's an imperfect team, but the the things we do well are becoming more obvious. Like we're hard to score against. Uh, our conversion inside fifties dramatically improved. 
the last months. Um, you know, we're still not blowing blowing teams away, and maybe that's that's not going to happen until we get uh, Lynch back. But yeah, we're we are not a fun team to play against. No, and that's the the point about the better conversion inside fifties have been really really noticeable over the last few weeks, and maybe that's a bit. I don't know. It's I've yet to hear a, find a convincing explanation for it, and you know it might be a bit how teams, you know, different teams uh, play a different way. But yeah, it's all. Uh, it's very very. It, it it's such a relief. And by the way, we've just got above five hundred for the first time uh, going into the bye. Yeah, uh, into into ninth, and I have thankfully we. We've almost killed the whole Nightman thing. Um, I don't want always be there, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> people aren't very creative. Um, I no. just, I just no. want to say um, congratulations to Samson Ryan. If there was one person to get injured in that game at Hub uh, late in the second quarter, you would have either picked him or Ben Miller. So. <laughs> well, you couldn't, you couldn't have taken off Miller. He'd had. You'd had the two goals. <laughs> I'm just saying, like as soon as as soon as the rain came, we were too tall, and then uh, yeah, it was it, it was the perfect injury to come to, to like if you have to have an injury, that was mm. the, the right injury to happen. May have happened in the old under the old rule last year, even if he if he was legitimately mm. in, in that. Uh, yeah, he was limping. He was limping around in the rooms afterwards. Yeah, Minnie said it was like he sounded a bit concerned about it. So yeah, it's 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 more than nothing. All right, mate. Triumph and uh, yeah, VFL. Uh, oh, look, just to just to finish off, the, um, we've now uh, we've won all of our three hundred game milestone games except for Jack Dyers. <laughs> yeah, wow, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we have to let go of the trauma of the Hafey game now. <laughs> I know, I know. And, um, and you know, in fairness, like most of the players at the time would have barely met him. Yeah, that's true, but surely they would have known. Yeah, I mean, everyone in the club would have known. But let's anyway, not dwell on it. let's not dwell on it. Um, uh, Dusty three hundred um, mid next year. Hmm? That's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, um, different, and- different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like I don't know. Uh, it- we we learnt everything about. Like, it, this was a festival of Cochin, you know, his parents, his kids, his wife, his yep. teammates, his former teammates. Oh, look, and look, actually, we should mention the former, like, Shane Edwards' video. Yep. Yeah. Look, looking good, Shane. Um, he's a handsome young man when he's not surrounded by 23-year-olds. Um, uh, like, as a, as a just a normal early 30s guy, he looks great. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fantastic occasion. Well done, all concerned. Um, so the VFL, look, they, after a tough tough game against a very good team, Williamstown team, it was uh, a sort of middling uh, Sandringham team. Both sides had, had 11 AFL-listed players, but I thought, yeah, I thought we, uh, Banks and... Banks, uh, Tom Brown, Sam Banks, both had career high uh, in disposals, and yeah, I thought I thought they both looked clearly um, the best players on the ground. For mine, um, Banks was one, but like 
Brown's stats got pounded a bit because he was kicking out, but Banks to me did uh, did some. He looked, really... he looked pretty right. He looked pretty Rolls Royce. He's... Yeah, like he, he looked to special me. I mean, I must admit, I, I had to stop putting. There were a few moments, almost every player did it because it was so windy. It was like playing in a wind tunnel. But the, oh. must have, at one stage, I put a line through half the team and thinking, oh, God, you just can't make that basic error. Then he had to. You had to mentally adjust for the for for the conditions. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it was a, Banks, Banks's kick inside fifty uh, to Hannah Coulthard looked looked deliberate, and it was just a a beautiful piece of skill. <laughs> the ball, he was kicking into the wind, and the ball almost stopped, but right into his lap. Yeah, like I'm, I'm it's time. Banks isn't learning anything more. Oh, he, I know he, he's, he's master the vehicle. It's so frustrating though, because I've sort of been thinking about it. I was like, oh, you've got to jack- drop Jack Ross, and I don't want to j- drop Jack Ross, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard. Well, yeah, like, I, I don't otherwise, know. Otherwise, like, you have to give him the, the Hugo Ralph Smith <laughs> um, token substitute role. I, I don't mean to deep dive in the sum, but. Um... When he came on, I was actually thinking because I'd watched the the game earlier that he would have been a a, a much better sub. And I know that the boo is a sub; it has been done, not by us, but um, you know, it's it's probably a fine detail. But um, it, mm. it would be nice that we could play him a few games so we could use him as a sub because I think he'd be really good in that role. He doesn't have a ton of positional versatility, but I suppose, and he doesn't uh, he doesn't really play as a forward. We do we do like having a forward as a sub. Well, well, Morris said that like, they're the playing as a back and a wing. Um, yeah, I guess you can move things around, but um, I think I think it's time to play him. Um, yeah, no, you, he's, you, he's you, going really well. You just you just make it work. Tom Brown is still he's good and he's getting better every week. And um, Grumpy Steve was happy Steve this week. Yeah, um, no, no, his no, interviews no. are so good. God, he's he's so much more fun than uh, any AFL <laughs> coach I've seen. It's just yeah, like, I please don't change, Steve. That's that's what being the VFL coach. Uh, is like though you know that's his only interview for the week like he <laughs> it's just a lot less pressure yeah but he's a smart guy right he's and like and like a lot of people a lot of people in that situation would want to mimic what the senior coach does but he's mm-hmm. confident enough just to be himself I must mm-hmm. admit I really it's like him he comes across as a really good bloke yeah um, it's and it's always telling like it is Tuesday yeah but he, he was just uh, anyway um, so uh, to me, yeah, it was it was clear. Bang, Brown was good. Um, in yeah, Brown improving. was good. I thought he contested contested well uh, in the air, and as did Trezise. Like uh, both those, both those uh, young men have, are explosive vertical athletes, uh, which I like. Which I like. Um, yeah, Trezise needs to tidy tidy up his disposal, as we've we've said before. But he's yeah, and put on to my. I thought I thought it was noticeable both. Trezise and uh, and you know uh, Coulter, you know he he had he had moments like like uh, pick me moments. I thought Coulter, yeah. Apparently, um, you obviously haven't seen the interview, but um, Morris yeah, said he got he, he got mentioned. Uh, not by not by Morris. The Brenton man mentioned him. Uh, asked if he was a, a sneaky chance uh, uh, but, for, for a debut. Ma- Morris said he's been blowing up the GPS. Yes. No, I, t- I t- took careful note of that. Looked, yeah. he looked, I thought you'd like that. 
he looked skinny for the VFL. That was that was the only thing that that gave me pause. But but you know, if any club's not afraid to play skinny um, flankers, it's us. Yeah, who can um, who can run? Who can run? And who, yeah. who, de- who the the club keep? They mentioned it when we drafted, but Morris mentioned his defensive work rate. Mm. That stuff gets you picks. Yeah, and he's got some tricks. Um, yep. Uh, and Mansell's still three weeks away, so the clock is ticking. Mm, and two, yeah. Is it two or three? Oh, he's got two more to go. Because it's three weeks, sorry. I somehow got in my head it's four. Yeah. But um, he'll get another game in the VFL this week, I think. Um, mm. Anyway, don't focus on that. But um, So he, he might he, he might, he yeah. might be a sneaking chance. Look, I think, um, I think he could be feeling pretty good about um, both, the, both the mid-season uh, picks on us. Yeah, VFL's going to buy. Um, no, bugger. Look, yeah, that, well, I think they they like to get the whole playing list. Uh, yeah, they will go off. away. Although, the VFL, look, I know there are there are reasons why they the VFL teams play so many fewer games, but it is really frustrating. Yeah, I will say VFL commentary is delightful. So, <laughs> the effort they're making to go the non-listed players, and they've got an English bloke commentating. He hasn't done a Richmond game yet, though, but he he was mm. doing the Swans game. It's great. They do their research. Fun. They're not trying to make it about themselves. Uh, they don't get the advantage of replays or anything like that. They're a cracking job. Anyway, um, anyone else uh, that you wanted to probably well, sure, injured? Sure. Uh, surely we have to talk. Uh, Solo debut. Yeah, like oh, I actually thought he, he dominated the ruck. Um, doesn't mm. show on the stats because he had much less game time because they were putting him in a rotation. Um, but yeah, he struggled like. Like there was moments in the second quarter, I got fr- quite frustrated because we were dominating with bombing into the fifty, and Soldo was set up, and he just couldn't. Like it takes mm. takes a natural football to read the ball in the wind, and God bless him, I love him, but he's not a natural football. Um, no, not so much. So, so I, ca- I can't sit here. If he he might have kicked two on a on a, um, I think by on a clear day we win that game by five goals, and Soldo kicks two or three. But yeah. Yep. I can't get excited about that performance because I expect him to be dominant in the rack, and he was. Yeah, look, he was he was up against a AFL-listed ruckman, another pretty young young one in in Max Heath. But yeah, um, Cohen Cohen Bradkey's. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm interested. I'm I don't I don't think he's realistic to play seniors this year because he's still. He's still having long periods of time where he goes missing in the VFL. But um, actually, I noticed him in the in the rooms after the the seniors. And look, he's he's noticeably shorter than than Lynch, but he looks big compared to most of the rest of the team, which I thought was a good sign. But yeah, he's got a frame. He's got a frame, and he kept at it. And you know, his his conversions come comes and goes, but uh, it's a big ball of clay. Mm. Um, oh, God, Swansea only had 11 possessions in the end. I know. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a big day. Oh, um, nice that Charlie Nash got a run. Um, it was, and he he had moments, and, you know, he looked like a, a tall, uh, skinny uh, teenager, but, yeah, he's, he's got some nice skills. Yeah, and I'd just like to pay uh, credit to Lafau, um, mm. who's 
kind of bloke that if you're playing on um, uh, sort of lower level footy, he's the kind of bloke that you want on your team. Yeah, yeah, good team, mate. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun game. Um, I enjoyed. Look, I enjoy games at, at Punt Road, although the when it's when it's blowing a gale, it reminds me um, how much I prefer, <laughs> prefer the relative. Sanitized conditions that the, that the AFL team plays in. People forget, I was having, I was boring people remembering the, uh, um, some of what MCG used to be like in the 80s on the wet day, comparing that to how it was now. Mm. And Prump Road has the modern drainage facility as well. But yeah, imagine that wind and then add the fact that the cent, both the center square and the goal squares would have been good, uh, glue pits. Mm. Would have been different oh, football. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you know, in, up up till it was the ninth, it was only the ninety. Well, all the all the time that Punt Road was a, a VFL, you know, VFL before it was AFL venue, the the cricket team was still there. So yeah, the centre the centre would have been a disaster. Yeah, probably and probably would have been wet by um by that stage in the year. So yeah, um, mm. God bless one football. All right, Nick, that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. We got a week off. I'm going to wake off. Um, do uh, do uh, another show next week. Thought we, yeah, it's a segment uh, we've we've done for a few years. But uh, you know, looking looking at the guys who are who are out of contract and yeah, talking talking through who's who's playing who's playing for their for their career with the with the rest of the season. But yeah, look, I'm. I'm much more positive about, about football. It's amazing what a winning streak will do. Yeah, look, so we're still three to one to make. We're, we're paying three dollars mm. to make the AFL. So the the, grand, the finals that will be hard. Um, um, by the way, I'm just trying to remember while I talk to you who gave me that uh, minus thirty eight stats. It was definitely a friend of the podcast, um, but uh, the of our minis free kick record, but. Like mm. relevant, right? And hopefully we'll take yep. this right right down to the end. And it's fun. We haven't quite got the debuts that we were hoping for to make the. We talked a few weeks ago what would improve this season, but like a Lynch, ret- uh, well, a Gibkus return, well, evidence that Gibkus can mm. walk. Um, walk bit unaided. Yeah. Bit, bit, bit of Banks action, maybe Brown action, like his current rate of improvement, not to put too much pressure on the young man. Well, I think. It, we're in a lovely position of you like you look at the defence and think, hmm, it's not really any spare spots there. No, but well, is um you know, there's the uh there's possibility of um like Tartley Young's playing really well, but he's not it's not like mm. you, you couldn't if he if they thought they could get a similar match up from defensively from Brown, that you'd think that Brown would be much better with ball in hand, you know. Mm. So it's, it's possible. Yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying the season. It it, it has not been the season uh, we expected, but yeah, it's a, as you said, it certainly had its moments of magic. It has indeed. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Tiger Talk.